Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 32. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to ask yourself the right questions. What I mean by that is every single day, we have over 70,000 thoughts, which means all these different things are going through our head. And like we've talked about many other times in the podcast, if you listened before, is our brain is meant to do one thing, and that's to survive. So every single day, your brain is constantly trying and attempting to solve different problems. Think about a couple different problems that you've had over the past month. Could have been your tire got blown out and you need to get new tires, or something happened with your car and you need to get it fixed, or maybe you had a financial issue. And you needed to come up with a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time. And you were thinking, how do I do this? Or maybe you had a relationship issue. But no matter what, no matter how much money we make, who we are, where we're from, there is no shortage of problems. I don't even mean that in a negative way, but it's just a part of daily life. Traffic's a problem. Getting to dinner on time is a problem. Making sure that the people around you are happy and not upset is a problem. There's all different types of things that we face every day. And our ability to be able to solve those problems and make a good impact on the people and things around you is an immediate determination of how successful we're going to be. But while we're facing those problems, the questions that we ask ourselves in our mind will shape the way our lives will become. And if you look back on all the things that's happened to you in your life, good or bad now, it actually is a direct correlation of the questions and things that you, that you look to accomplish and think through and process throughout the beginning of your life. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you have a problem. And the problem is this month you need to figure out how to pay for rent because you've had some financial problems. So you wake up and you're stressing, you can't sleep, and you keep asking yourself, man, how am I going to make this rent, man, this 1500 bucks or 2000 bucks or 1000 bucks, whatever it is. You're like, man, what am I going to do? So all throughout the week and all throughout the day, you're sitting there trying to figure out how to make 1500 bucks. You go, well, I could ask for some overtime at work. Uh, maybe I could call an extra 100 people a day. Um, you know, maybe I could ask for a loan. Maybe I can call a family member or friend, see if they can loan me the money. Oh, I think that I've saw those one places where, you know, they say fast loans today. Maybe I could just go get a loan. Like, what do I do? So you're thinking through all of these different things and different potential solutions to solve the problem of making rent that month. But here's the problem. We have to learn to pull the emotions out of the decisions and the way our brain thinks. Our brain is a computer. And the software that is on that computer of the human brain is all the, the content, the information, the people, and the environments that you have consumed over the course of your life. For example, many of us grew up in certain type of homes where your family believed a certain thing, whether that was a religion, a political belief a value as a person, whatever that may be, it's likely those values and those views have rubbed off on you in some way, even if you disagree with them now. It did affect and change the way that you thought. So the question you ask yourself will guide you to the answers which will, will change the way you think, act, speak, and eventually shape your life into what it is. So let's change our perspective here. If you were trying to figure out how to make rent that month and make that 1500 or 2000 bucks or 1000 whatever it is, right? What if you change the question to 
how would I make a year's worth of rent in one week? What would you do? Now, all of a sudden, you're not worried about getting an instant loan, calling a family member or working overtime because that would not solve your problem because your your problem is now instead of a $1,500 or $2,000 problem, it's a twenty dollars to $25,000 problem in just one week. So just by changing that question, your brain goes into overdrive. It starts thinking, what would I do if I had to make $25,000 this week? Or what would I have to change in my daily routine? What would I have to do? Who would I have to talk to? Where would I have to go? What type of skill sets do I have at scale that could help me make a year's rent in a week? What would I do? And it's changing those questions that you ask yourself that changes life's entire perspective. This is why we talk about so many times in this podcast why your environment and who you're around is so important. And I'm not saying that to be corny or motivational. It's because if you're around people who are overproducing what you currently do right now times 10, I don't care who you are, it's going to make you think a little bit different. It's going to make you look in the mirror and go, what the hell am I doing? I thought I was amazing and I just realized I'm not that good at all. And this is why it's important to put yourself in those situations. But if you change the questions you ask yourself, your brain doesn't know the difference between, remember, we were taught that $2,500 or excuse me, $25,000 is more than $2,500. Your brain was taught these things. If you think that $1,500 or $20,000 or whatever is a lot of money, that is a behavioral trait that was taught or it was something that you associated through the environment you either grew up with or the thoughts and the things that you currently consume. Your brain has taught that. So it's time to teach your brain a different thing. You have to create a bigger problem. Here's why. When I ask you, what would you do if you had to make your entire rent or mortgage the entire years in one week, does the problem-solving ability in the way that you think get bigger? Of course it does. It's instant. So you start thinking at such a bigger level. And here's the thing. Many times we're not going to hit that goal, right? Or at least not in the short term. But what we do is, We miss the goal, but we get so far past just making rent in a month that that problem isn't even in our brain anymore. So let's say that you work like hell for the next month and you figure out this, you figure out that, you shift jobs, you shift opportunities, you start being more successful, you start talking to more successful people, you figure out new processes and things that can help you get there and you miss your goal and you only get 30% of the way there. Yeah, you were aiming for 24,000 in a week, but you just figured out how to make seven or eight. And now you just made three or four months rent in one week because you started thinking differently and processing things differently. The number one thing, because I'm in in the solar industry and we have sales reps all across the country, and I can quickly tell if a rep is ascending or sinking. And Usually within the first two months, I pretty much know who I'm dealing with and I know if they're going to be successful or not. Unless something radically changes or they have some epiphany, we pretty much know if they're going to be successful or not and if they're the right fit or not. 
And it's usually by a few statements that I'll hear. For example, reps who are struggling, let's say they have credit fails, meaning that they got the person to say yes, but they don't qualify, which in our business, we don't even count as a pitch because it's the same as talking to nobody. I'll hear reps say things like, I just got to get them to pass credit. I just got to get them to to pass. I just got to get better credit, man. I'm getting the yes. I just got to find some good credit. Or I'll have new reps and they'll go, they'll say things like, I just got to get my deal, Grant. As soon as I get my one deal, I'm going to start killing it. That's all I got to do. I got to get my one deal. I'm looking for my one deal. The problem is, is the problems associated with getting one deal is a whole lot of bullshit. It's a whole lot of things that suck. So I remember this, we had a rep in the company that ended up becoming one of the best sales reps that we've had, has made an unbelievable amount of money um, at the company. And I remember his first couple weeks, he was struggling. You could tell he was super talented, but he was just trying to figure it out. And we finally had a one-on-one and he said, Grant, you know, all I, all I got to do is I'm, I'm focusing on getting that first deal, man. That's all I care about right now is just getting that first deal. I don't care how many it takes. I, I just got to get that first deal. And I said, bro change the question, change the problem. Why are you worried about getting one deal? I was like, man, look, if you only get one deal over the course of three, four weeks, that's not even enough to survive. And we're not even counting. You got to think about how long it's going to take to get installed, how long it's going to take to get fully paid out. By the time all said and done, that's not enough. So why is that your goal? Why is that your target? He's like, well, man, once I do that, I just know I'll do better. I'm like, no, change your thinking. You need to be figuring out how to do a deal a day, not a deal, a deal a day. I was like, how much would you make if you did that? He starts saying, man, I would make, oh, you know, well over a hundred and something thousand a month. I go, okay. And what would you do if you had to make a deal a day, like your life depended on it? What would you do? And he starts all of a sudden thinking through and go, well, I would do this, I would do this, I would do this. And he starts coming up with all of these ideas. And I said, look, even if you miss this, you will make more money and more deals than you could ever imagine because you've changed the focus and the target. And I explained to him kind of what I'm telling you guys is the brain is a computer. You teach it what to believe. You teach it what to focus on. It is unbelievable the intelligence and capabilities of your brain if you know how it works. The problem is we lead with our, we we utilize our decision making based off of emotion and circumstance and what your dad or mom taught you or who was the richest person in your area or the most successful person or happiest person or the marriages that you saw, the relationships that you saw. And we try to model it after that instead of thinking differently. You can train yourself to move and think differently, but you have to change the questions that you're asking yourself. So before I continue, I want you to think to yourself, what questions are you currently asking yourself? What are the questions? Because many times the biggest mistake we make is thinking too small because you will work on solving tiny goals and tiny accomplishments that have minimal effect on you and the people's lives around you. Think bigger. When I was in sales and I'd been promoted to a regional sales manager, I was working at this company at the time. And at one point, it was a really fast growing, successful company. And it quickly 
you know, as I, about a six months or so before I got there, the operations went crazy bad. They weren't paying people on time. There was, there was problems on all of our operations. So all these customers were so mad and I wouldn't sell the product to my grandma at one point because it was so bad. But I'd become a regional sales manager and I ended up building a really, really successful team, helped fix a lot of stuff for what I could do because I was just a a manager at the time. And I had built this team into the number one sales office in the country out of 20, 25 different cities across the United States. And I was young. I was 22, 23 years old. We were killing it. All of a sudden, these reps, they were doing great. And they said, man, Grant, you changed my life. I can't thank you enough, man. You're the best manager I ever had. But dude, I I can't work here much longer. Like, I just can't do it. Like, this company is not good. The only reason I've stayed here is because of you. And they're like, if you go anywhere, I'd come with you in a second. They were saying things to me like this. And then all of a sudden, within about three to four weeks, I lost my entire sales team. 10 guys, 10, 11 guys, whatever it was. I only had like one guy left and the guy couldn't sell deal to save his life. And at the time, this is my point of this. This was a long time. This was about four or five years ago. What happened was the sales team was doing a certain output, right? And to that time, I was a pretty good sales rep. I was always like top five in the company. And I was doing, I was closing probably 35 to 45%, which is pretty good overall. But what happened was, is I had this huge sales team, well, not huge sales team, a successful sales team, it was a pretty big sales team, but really successful that was doing a million, million and a half, two million a month in sales for the company. And we were doing all this output, but I lost these guys. So now, as a young 22, 23 year old that had to make at least 100,000 to survive, I'm sitting here looking at everything and I go, oh my God, if I don't literally close every single deal possible, I may not only not, I may not only get fired, but I may not even be able to afford to live where I live, continue my lifestyle, and I I don't even know what the heck's going to happen. So instead of me being okay with closing at 30 to 40%, overnight, the new problem came, how do I rehire and rebuild this entire market in two months? And on top of that, make up as much, if not all the volume of the sales team that I used to have. What would I do? And there's no emotions. There's no time to feel sorry for myself. I have to make it happen. And because I was forced to ask myself that question and problem solve that, I went into fight or flight mode trying to survive. And I kid you not, I started working seven days a week. I was reading all the time at night. I was working from, man, 7 o'clock to probably 7 a.m. to probably 10 o'clock at night. Sometimes I would get home later from deals, from closing. And my closing percentage literally more than doubled. And it was so high. And I wish I could tell you it was because I was just this good and I was this talented. No, I was scared. I thought I was going to get fired. I thought I was going to have to move back in with my freaking mom. And all this accomplishment I have was going to be ruined. I was scared. And... When life puts you in situations like that, you pull things out of you that you didn't know that you had. And I started closing at over 70 to 80%. I 
I became the number one sales rep in the company. I was interviewing and hiring so many people that when I would go to sales appointments, I would bring three to five people with me. It looked like we were a small family. And I'd go, hey, these are all the new people at the company. Is it okay if they listen? And the homeowners or the the customers would be kind of sketched out there. They're like, okay. And then I would close a deal in front of these guys. And it was me going through that experience that made me just go to another level because I was able to handle failure. I was able to push myself and rebuild everything, but build it better than I ever was before and take my individual skill sets to another level. Why? Because I was forced to ask myself the question, how do I do the entire market's output alone and build the whole entire market to number one in a shorter amount of time? That's all I did. I wish I could tell you I read some cute book that inspired me. I wish out of nowhere some random mentor approached me and gave me a cool speech and gave me the secrets to life. No, I just put, got put in a corner, was scared to living death and had one option, survive or fail. And because of that, I asked myself the different bigger questions and my brain focused on surviving and solving a much bigger problem than the one that was being solved before, which helped me be able to take my success and the people around me's success to an entire new level. You have to think about this, guys. Just because you grew up in a certain neighborhood, just because you've done something for the past year or five years or 10 years, does not mean that's as good as it's going to get. Ask yourself the question, how good can life get? How many people can you help? Are you thinking too small right now? And lastly, What are the questions that you're asking yourself? If you change the questions that you're asking, you will change your thoughts, you will change your perspective, and it will ultimately change your life. Be careful and think about what are you asking yourself on a daily basis. So thanks guys for listening to episode 32. As always, I appreciate all the love and support. I appreciate everyone's messages and DMs on social media. I'm telling me great feedback and everything. And if you love the podcast, guys, make sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Other than that, guys, I hope you have have an incredible week. I appreciate everything. And I hope to see you guys for episode 33. Thanks, guys.